Hello and welcome to Conversations. I'm your host, Dawn, and this podcast is just a lighthearted, easygoing show where we talk all things soul, spirit, and self-discovery. I just want to learn and grow and elevate in the best way possible, and I want you to come with me. I'm looking forward to all these new people that I'm going to meet and possibly building a brand new soul tribe. If you are new here, welcome. I am so happy to have you. And if you are returning and have been following me, thank you so much. Welcome back. I am just so happy to have you all here with me. So if you are ready, let's go. Welcome to another episode of Conversations. Today we have Candace. Welcome, Candace. I'm so happy you're here. Hello, thank you for having me. Of course, again, I think people know I'm obsessed with the um, accents, but I just so she just so happened to have an accent. Um, so Candace is on the show today. Originally, I was going to have her on to talk about menopause, and she um, went through a battle with endometriosis and an early menopause. But I talked to her about how I'm kind of veering topics a little bit and. Fortunately for me, she still fits in that category. So we're going to talk today about your journey and the journey that you're on right now. So if you want to go back a ways and just talk about what happened to make you um, want to go down the path of herbal and medicinal type of medicines. Yeah, of course. So um, I was diagnosed just over 20 years ago with endometriosis. Um, which is a female hormone condition. It means uh, the lining of my womb doesn't uh, sort of stay in the womb and line it. It sort of comes out. Um, Sometimes it can be quite an adhesive substance that sticks to your organs. And I was in um, a very difficult position and had to have quite a big operation. And part of the treatment was to undergo um, an induced and reversible menopause. And so all of those sort of treatments and diagnosis was over a couple of years. And by the end of it, I just felt really like I just wanted to sort of stop taking medication. I'd been on a lot of medication at points and a lot of interventions. And I just really felt like I wanted to give my body a bit of a break. And um, I came across this book that recommended some medicinal plants And I thought, okay, that might be, you know, a bit more of a natural solution for me to have a little look at. And I would um, pop off to my little health food shop and I would chat to the lady for hours and she would give me all these weird and wonderful ingredients. And she would just say to me, oh, just go and and blend that into a tea. You can just drink that. And so that's where it sort of really started. Um, Of course, I'm not a miracle worker and tea isn't going to cure anything and everything. Right. So I think that's why I kind of fit your bill of, of a self-discovery journey, fine-tuning how I look after my body and how I look after my mind and, and my hormones and everything that's kind of been going on, really. Right. And it all goes together. You know, how you feel mentally can affect your body and vice versa. So I feel like people do get to that point. It's not rock bottom, but it's just where they get to the point where it's like, I don't want to put artificial things, um, substances into my body anymore. Like, I don't feel like it's good for me to constantly be feeding it medications. So I think a lot of us start veering more towards a natural solution of any kind, whether it's to just address symptoms to alleviate them a little bit, or maybe it is to cure them, you know? I think, um, you know, there is absolutely a time and place for medication. I'm not, I'm, I'm not against it at all. Right. I just felt like I needed to explore other options. And for me, it felt like that was just a constant sticking plaster 
to try and fix something and actually it then had a knock-on effect to something else so um I just I felt like I wanted to just sort of try and explore you know even just the foods I'm putting in my body what different types of exercise might have effects on me and I think I don't know if it's just females I can only speak on my behalf (laughs) myself but I felt like at each sort of chapter of my life I've had to reevaluate that um and often I talk a lot about being really in tune with your body and that's really hard as a woman because you are often run ragged you're having kids you're working full-time you're doing podcasts you're doing all of these and actually it can be really hard to just stop and listen to what's happening in your body and try and assess what's going to work for you well and your body's constantly changing whether it's puberty or right before kids right after kids menopause like your body's constantly changing so you do are you do have to listen to your body all the time because yes. it's it's giving different messages all the time every decade <laughs> there's something yes. new it feels I'm... like that doesn't it a little <laughs> bit relentless <laughs> it does um so what made you decide to um dabble in and become okay i want to say it right a tea sommelier is that yeah, how you okay. say it that's correct yeah a tea sommelier um so i i've blended herbal teas and medicinal plants for years at home and got very fascinated about different teas and then I saw this course um, to train to be a tea sommelier and I thought oh you know it's all just been a hobby really and just something I've kind of done for myself so I went off and did the course and what the tea sommelier qualification is really similar to a wine sommelier so an expert in wines Mm -hmm. so tea is grown all over the world and depending on the region it's grown um, the temperatures it's grown at, whether it's above sea level, below sea level, whatever, will affect the flavour. And it's it's all from one plant. So um, I found that really fascinating. But one of the chapters in the qualification was about blending teas. And so what that's done is help me turn my very medicinal tasting sort of horsey um <laughs> bed tasting teas into something really quite exquisite so um that course has really given me a lot of skills in blending and the different ingredients that will go together and also understanding about different tastes and smells and how people take those sort of tastes and smells um so that's been really interesting and um it's allowed me to become a judge on different tea awards and fine food awards because it really teaches you how to um, describe and articulate the flavors of foods and drinks so yeah that's been really exciting and fun whoa that is like wine that's crazy I never even realized there was that much into it I had heard that um, the boxed type of teas that we can just pick up at the grocery store or you know not a natural foods place they're really not exceptional for us is that right no I mean much much of what you find in your sort of average supermarket shelf is very much commodity teas that are mass produced by big corporations and I mean you probably wouldn't I mean we've got pg tips over here I don't know I don't know what you have over (laughs) over there but to me that that's it's basically just floor sweeping so I just wouldn't it's not a quality tea I'm not saying I mean obviously people love people love their tea so I have to be really careful that I don't offend anybody well that's just it though if they're uh, if they're enjoying tea and thinking they're doing something good for themselves but they are basically making tea that's not doing anything or it's 
bad almost or gross. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, how do you know when you're getting it from a good source? That's like, such a great question to ask. So definitely you want to look at the size of the pieces of ingredients. So be that a tea leaf or a herbal um, ingredient. Kind of want the larger pieces. Um, usually that's going to show that it's a reasonably good quality. Um you want to have a look at where they've sourced that tea from um and like i say you know the big corporations in your supermarket are very good at just marketing health to us and trying to convince us that that's something that's really good um but really you want to be looking at the the source of that ingredient because um you want to try and get it in its freshest state because that's going to hold most of the nutrients and the value towards your body um and then in terms of so that would be your sort of medicinal plants um, tend to try and look for sort of smaller independent farms. Um, so I actually now work with a blender that go out and check all of the farms around the world that we source from. Um, so I know exactly where that's come from, the name of the farm owner, and that's really helped me to find the best quality ingredients. Oh my gosh. Do you ever like grow your own plants and make your own tea? Yeah, 100%. So I have like a little herb garden in my very British English garden over here. And um, yeah, I just, you know, you can just take your herbs and put them just with hot water. Um, so that would be a really fresh way um, to take to take a herbal tea. Um, you can grow all sorts in your garden, even just like a mint that you might have in your garden, which is really mm -hmm. easy to grow. Um, just pop that in your tea. That's going to really help with digestion after dinner. Um, it can be a really soothing plant to work with. So yeah, you can you can take them from your garden. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Because I, I mean, honestly, unless you're um, living in a place where it's got the best type of soil and everything to grow those things, you do kind of rely on Amazon or, you know, yeah, just to so get it true. to your door. Yeah, it's yeah. Really true. I mean, there are a lot of, I'm not the only independent um, herbal tea supplier. H have a little Google, find, find a herbal tea supplier that is local to you, um, that is happy to answer emails or questions, that's really clear on their website. Um, I think you should find um, more independent tea, tea places, really. Right. I love that. Have a little Google. Have a little Google. <laughs> I'm going to steal that. I'm going to say that all the time. <laughs> so what would be the best herb or tea or either for anxiety? Okay. So I have an amazing blend that I've put together. So one of the symptoms that I came across that then subsequently discovered I was in early menopause was I started getting um, anxiety attacks in my sleep. So I've never really had anxiety before and it kind of came out of the blue um, and it was really difficult. So the tea that I blended was literally blended at three o'clock in the morning trying to help myself calm. Aww. And um, in that tea, the main ingredients are lavender, oat flowering tops and quinoa. So lavender is a really beautiful plant to work with. There's a reason why it's in all of these sort of calming and sleep products. It's a natural anxiolytic. So that's a really good product to be taking. Um, oat flowering tops are um, a natural sedative. So they're not going to knock you out, but they're going to really help bring about a calm. And quinoa is a nourishing of the nervous system. So that's whilst quite an unusual ingredient to put in your tea. It's mm -hmm. a really, a really good ingredient at nourishing your your nervous system. Um, and for me, I found um, smells really, you know, lovely scents would really help to sort of calm 
my levels of anxiety. So that particular tea, I've really given it a beautiful smell. Um, if you're not a lover of lavender, don't worry, give it a try because um, my sommelier qualification has allowed me to just uh, take the edge off of the, the flavour of lavender, which can be quite overpowering. So, um, yeah, there's also, um, I mean, some people like chamomile. That is a really good ingredient to use. That's going to really help to soothe, soothe the soul and really bring about a calm. Um, lemon verbena is also a lovely um, ingredient. In fact, you can grow that in your garden um, mm -hmm. and just pop that in some hot water. And again, that's going to be really good for your for your anxiety to help bring about a feeling of calm. Would that be the same for a sleeping one then? The one for anxiety yeah, would be I good would... for sleep? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, really, that's going to help to just sort of help you drift off to sleep. I mean, what you need to understand is that I think sometimes we're marketed at you know, drink this tea and it's going to solve all of your life problems. <laughs> I think you need to be really realistic about that. That isn't the case at all. This is about, you know, an addition to your sleep routine or an addition to your routine in helping to manage your anxiety. It's about all of the things that work together for you. And for each individual, that will be really different. You cannot drink one cup of herbal tea and expect it to solve everything you're struggling with. Right. Um, you know, it'd be a bit like I always say to ladies, don't be thinking you can eat one salad in a week and fit into your size 10 bikini. <laughs> it's not going to happen. <laughs> we all want that quick fix, though. But Absolutely. that's the thing. Of course we do. Yeah. Like, that's the frustrating part. Like I was saying earlier, you know, you you feel like, OK, I'm not having a soda. I'm having a, a cup of tea because I'm trying to do better self-care, whatever. And but yet you're drinking something that actually isn't the best it's might not be doing any you might not be getting any benefits from it so that's kind of a frustrating because you do get marketed to death about all that stuff and they're like oh ours is the best this helps with this and this and this it's like okay sign me up I'll take it all absolutely yeah I'll take it all by the bucket load I think <laughs> just um a little level of consistency on on finding out what works for you really um keep keep trying things and you know what we're not always winning at life and sometimes we're not very consistent and that's okay just accept that but just go back and keep revisiting I mean the the night anxiety was really um debilitating I was sleep deprived I was quite stressed about it I was finding it quite frightening to deal with and it's probably taken me about a year to get a good pattern with helping myself to have an evening where I'm switching off, where I'm unwinding. Um, you know, I, I tried all sorts of things, the tea, the meditation. You know, I had to sort of try all of these things and kind of work out what was going to be the right thing for me. Mm -hmm. um, and that might work for a period of time and I might need to revisit that again. And it's the same with the times in which I've, had real difficulties with my endometriosis I've tried something and it's worked for a little while and then it stopped working and I've had to reevaluate it and go back to it I think yeah we've just got to kind of evolve with 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 our pain points I suppose right do you feel like since you did start to listen to your body so much that you that's what got you started on your spiritual journey yeah, I think I just became really in tune with listening to my body. And you know what? Every time I don't listen to it and I, I'm on a railroad of, of busyness and whatever's going on, um, I tend to suffer quite quite a lot. And it takes me a little while to get back on track. Um, so I've burnt myself out a few times over the years and 
that's just not great for my health. Right. Do you meditate every day? No. Oh, my goodness. Do you know what? I'd love to be able to meditate. I really wish I was one of those people, but I just can't seem to switch my brain off. I found a few things that have worked. Um, I mean, somebody said to me, reading and writing is a form of meditation if you can kind of lose yourself a little bit in it. So I've found that sometimes I can do that, particularly reading. I'm a big reader and I can kind of lose myself in a little book. And in, in some ways you're almost in a meditative state in that capacity. But yeah, the sort of sitting with your legs crossed and um, <laughs> fingers crossed. I just, I'm too impatient. I just, yeah. That's exactly how I am too. And I've talked to so many people and they say the benefits of meditation are just ginormous. And I feel like I'm failing every time I try. 100% Yeah. But they say you could even be meditating or in a meditative state when you're washing your dishes or brushing your teeth. You know, it's not, you don't have to be crisscross applesauce on the ground, you know, but um, I do feel like I want to be able to do that. And I don't know what's blocking me from it. So I'm trying to address that, you know. I've um, Googled, you know, Buddhist um, temples. Like I could go and stay for a week. I'm like, I must go and book that and learn how to do that. Yeah, I really wish I was good at that. And do you know what? I think maybe in time that will come for me. I think just now it just doesn't fit my life and my brain is too busy. Um, One of the things that I particularly... um, since the lockdowns one of the things that my husband and I have really added into our life is hiking and that's just opened up a whole new world of self-care for me I just there's something I just love being lost on the side of a mountain that's I'm in my happy place I'm kind of as far away as I can be and I'm relaxing and I'm completely switching off so I've really found that to be I'm very therapeutic. So I'll take that for my meditation right now until I can't do it. (laughs) I'm sure people would say that that's the same, you know, anything that's keeping you out of your head and focusing, they say nature is such a huge component of that, whether you're just outside putting your, your bare feet in the ground for a little bit or meditating outside yoga outside, just being out in nature is supposed to be so helpful for all of us mentally. Yeah, completely. I've seen um, the sort of cold water ice baths as well. These little boxes that you get in in your garden have become very popular. (laughs) I think it's about just trying things and finding something that works for you. And what works for one person might not work for another person. And I think that's okay. I think you just find the thing that works for you and the thing that keeps you happy and content. Um, and, And that's the one you go with. That's I think that's okay. I agree with you too. So where are you at in your spiritual journey right now? Okay, so um, obviously launching a business amidst the um, challenges of early menopause is proving to be some fun and games. <laughs> um, my daughter moves to university this weekend as well, so I'm, I'm kind of in this really weird um, place in my life where I think I'm having a lot of readjustments that I need to be thinking about. Um, so sort of something I've worked quite a bit on this year is sort of putting some boundaries in place so that I've got time to enjoy with my daughter before she goes to university and also time to I guess kind of rekindle the marriage because you've just been mother haven't you for so long um so so yeah and and obviously launching a, a new business which turns one um on the 1st of October so that's oh of... that's this weekend congratulations yeah. yes. thank you thank you so what are you doing with your business I mean is it all teased you have a vision that you're going to start adding things to it or what's your What's your next step? 
That's a really good question. So I've launched with the three T's that have regularly been in and out of my life for the 20 years. Um, so I've launched with my kind of three favourites that have kind of seen me through some interesting times. Um, I would love to add more blends to the range. Um, what I'd really like to do is um, add blends based on women's feedback. So um, I focused on women's health women's hormone health um, and I'd re really really loving connecting with females and finding out what their um, challenges have been and maybe I can produce something that would help with that um, because because we sort of end up with these sort of groups that have similar uh, challenges um, so yeah I would like to continue to develop the range um, you know, maybe a shop might like to stock my tea or, you know, like a supermarket sure. or something. Who knows? We'll see. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to ask, cause I'm sure there's people, well, I want to know. So, okay. <laughs> um, I am going through menopause. I think I'm almost done. Um, but the weight gain, like what the heck, I don't even understand how this weight just piles on and piles on. And it's like, what is happening? Is there anything, any tea? or herb that you think does really good for weight? That's a really fascinating subject, isn't it? I don't know if I'm the expert on that. I can certainly <laughs> agree that I'm challenged, I'm challenged with the same thing as you. Right. Um, it just seems to want to stick around the middle, doesn't it? Yes. I, I think my thought process on that would be that what, what I'm, I've had to reevaluate some of the foods that I'm eating, mm -hmm. whereas before I might have been able to eat slightly differently. Um, right. I maybe just had to reevaluate. So I've gone back to trying to increase the level of protein um, in my diet. So that seems to be helping me. Um, but yeah, I would definitely seek out an expert in terms of that. In terms of a tea, I, I mean, herbal tea is such a great addition if you're trying to manage your weight, especially if you're a coffee or a tea or a wine drinker and you like to add milk or you're adding sugar or you're having a cocktail and all those sorts of things. I mean, you could instantly make such a difference by cutting out those drinks and replacing it with a herbal tea. Because right. herbal teas don't have any sugar or they shouldn't have any sugars in them. They shouldn't have any added calories or, or anything. So... I, I would say that herbal tea and a replacement for some of your your regular drinks might be um, might be a really great starting point. Yeah. So what are your three teas, your your three little babies that are your favorites? Yeah, they are my babies. Losing <laughs> my baby to university. So that's what I've replaced it with. Um, so I've, I've launched with Energize, Hydrate and Relax. Um, I've called them names like that because I felt like that's kind of the things that we need in our life so energize um is completely caffeine free I, I don't drink um coffee anymore and but I still wanted something that was going to give me some energy mm -hmm. so um some of the main ingredients in that are ashwagandha shizandra berries beetroot hibiscus that's just going to give you a really nice sustained energy throughout the day um, ashwagandha is a really powerful adaptogen plant. I really love working with adaptogen plants. Um, they're so good for female bodies. They really help to attack the stresses on the body and keep the body in a resistance phase for longer, which is going to really help with your energy levels. 
Um, yeah, and I take ashwagandha, but I thought it was uh, more to calm you down. I'm surprised to hear that it would be something that would energize you a little bit. You can take it at both ends of the day, but what it's going to do, it is going to calm you down because what it does is it helps your body to adapt to stresses on the body. Okay. So actually when we're getting quite fatigued, sometimes that's because our body is quite under a lot of stress. So I felt that I wanted to attack that at the beginning of the day rather than the, at the end. But yeah, you're absolutely right. You can take that at both ends of the day and that's such a wonderful ingredient for females to be working with. And it's definitely gained a lot more popularity in the last few years. But equally as beneficial is Shizandra berry, which is not quite so well known, but a really similar um, adaptogen plant, similar, very similar to ashwagandha. So yeah, I love that one. My hydrate blend is purely because the majority of females just are not consuming enough uh, fluids, enough water each day. Um, or, you know, if you Google, Google it, the majority of the population are about 2% dehydrated. And then we struggle with things like inflammation. Um, we st struggle with joint pains. We struggle with um, brain fog, concentration. And I feel really strongly that if we're getting enough fluids into our body, that can have a really, really positive effect on some of our symptoms. Um, when you have your monthly cycle or indeed you are entering into perimenopause and menopause, estrogen is a real um, sucker of your fluid levels. Um, that's having a real surge on your body. And then we have things like our temperature escalates. Some of us might get night sweats or hot flushes. Mm -hmm. We're just constantly dehydrated. Um, so the hydrate blend is specifically designed to help enhance your hydration levels. Um, and then the, the the final blend is the relax, which I've I've already talked about. So right. yes, with the the three the three teas that should see you through every day. Oh, <laughs> that's each awesome! Stage of your day, yeah. So, and, are you done with menopause? No, no, I'm only a few years into it. So, um, but for me, as someone who suffered with endometriosis, like this is a really exciting chapter for me because I'm saying goodbye to some stuff that's caused some pretty horrific problems for me. Right. So, yeah, as soon as those cycles kind of calm down a little bit, um, I will be in a, a much better place. And I think it'll be really great for me. Oh, that's awesome. And as far as your daughter going away to college, it is such a transition when your kids leave, when you're so used to having them around, but they're so busy before they go away. I feel like that's kind of a way to ease you into getting used to them not being that's around so as much. That's so yeah. good to hear. Yeah. But then you, you will start a brand new chapter for you and your husband and you and your kids, because they will start brand new lives and yeah. you can just kind of live through them and see where it takes them. And, and you are so proud that they've made it that far and, and you can be just proud of what you created and that they're good people on their yeah. own, you know? Yeah. So, and I'm very much looking forward to watching, you know, how your children sort of grow into adults and what their life becomes. That's very exciting. I'm super excited for her. I'm just going to really miss her terribly. <laughs> I understand. I really do. It is, it's tough, but it's, it's a good thing too. I think it's good for yeah. both of you. Agreed. You just don't realize it. And then, yeah, then you look at your husband and you're like, who are you? <laughs> what, did, <laughs> what did we even like to do together? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'll let you know what that self-discovery journey is like. <laughs> so go ahead and tell people where they can find you and your wonderful 
teas and how they can order some if they want to and all that good stuff. So you can find me online at mothercuppatea.com. Come and have a little look over there. I'm on every single social media platform, which is not where I envisaged being um, in my (laughs) 40s, but that's where I am. And I'm on Instagram as motheracuppa underscore tea. I'm on TikTok, but I don't dance. Don't come and judge me over there. Just come and say hello. And you know what? what, One of the best things, Dawn, about launching a business and this social media bit, which I I have to confess I didn't know too much about before doing this, just the connections that I've made with people. And I've just absolutely loved it. I've loved chatting to women and meeting so many people and some people have had you know really difficult journeys with varying hormone conditions or they just want a really great cup of tea to help see them through the day and that they're just they're letting me know in the comments or in, inboxing me in messages so yeah if you're hearing this just come and say hello tell me where you heard about me because that's really helpful in terms of getting the business off the ground but I really like connecting with people I've really enjoyed it Oh yeah, that's awesome. And I will make sure all of it's in the show notes so people know how to find you. But Candice, thank you so much for being on my show. I appreciate it. I learned a ton and I definitely am going to order some tea. I want to get the good stuff. (laughs) Brilliant. Well, that's, and it's been such a pleasure to chat with you, Dawn. Thank you for having me. Okay. Thank you. And we'll be in touch. Great. All right. Bye-bye. Bye.